Oh, hey, Tom. Oh, hey, Alberto. Good to see you here, my friend. As you might have guessed, today we may be talking about friends. Ha 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 ha! Laugh track, laugh track. That that is to tell you all that that was a funny moment. In case none of you picked up on that. Yep, I'm Alberto, and I'm Tom, and this is Pardon Me Butler. Where the show where we will yeah we'll tell you when to laugh, like every good TV show from the nineties, apparently. Yeah, it's a shame we don't in this you know audio kind of format have a way to maybe like that. That'll be the technology of the future. Like, when you're supposed to laugh, like, your phone will vibrate or something like that. Ha 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 ha. Sorry, that's also a thing where in the mid-2000s we went for, you know, just... It's not even funny, but we'll put a laugh track anyway, such as in the Big Bang Theory, to, to make oh. people think it's funny. God, that is honestly a terrible show. It's literally the worst show. I've never seen a whole episode, though, but I've gathered so it's terrible. it was great for when I was 15... And we were like, oh, my God, this is so funny. This is so amazing. Like, smart people and smart things. But then, like, realizing now, no, it is, it's not smart. It's very sexist. And, like, there's no actual, like, jokes. It's just, instead of saying, I'm going to go for a shower, it's, um, I'm going to step into a, a compartment where I'm going to be hit with high-pressurized uh, hydrogen 2 and oxygen molecules, you know? And then there's a laugh track <laughs> to be like, oh, see, they said it in a funny way. Yeah, that's like the, I think now you'd probably have a lot of people that are really woke that are like, oh, you can't make fun of people for not being articulate um, and knowing how to make jokes for everyone to appreciate, you know, that's, that's just making fun of someone who's socially awkward. That's so mean. Oh, oh, how dare. That's problematic. Well, thankfully, um, we are not going to be talking about an era where that was important because clearly in Friends there was a lot of questionable things that did happen. There were. So um, now we're not going to go into so many of the the posts and, and stories or articles, whatever you want to call them, online, talk about how Friends is so terrible and problematic because they make jokes about gender and and queerness in ways that are not completely stuff. Yeah, and it's like okay, there's some validity to some of those, um, but also what we're going to talk about is not those kind of particular claims of yeah, you know, hey, this was this is this is not the the right way that we would joke about this today, or we wouldn't at all. But these are things that if if the show were real. This would be really disturbing stuff with a lot of kind of potential crimes. Yeah. Things that just are really just just morally off based yeah. on the based on the just general actual events, not necessarily mm. like the treatment of particular jokes. Yeah. Um and we've got a whole list assembled from A to T because we couldn't think of 26 examples, so we've just gone from A to T. I was going to say, do you know off the top of your head how many letters in that is? Because if I always am like, M is 13. My guess is 19. So just a guess. I don't know how we'll ever find out. It's 20. Oh, oh. so close. Where's our laugh track? <laughs> oh, there was always that one in the back. The person who clearly is just absolutely losing it. And the one who kind of sounds like they're like dying and they just can't get enough oxygen. Yeah. Goes, yeah, that it's sort one. of like... If Sorry, were... listeners, that, that would have been painful on the ears, but it was crucial to the to the moment. It's like if you took a possum and treated it like a piñata, that's the sound it would make. 
and that's on the laugh yeah. track. Yeah. Thing is with friends, though. Well, you know, actually, so you say that's a case of animal cruelty or just questionable animal um, yes, behaviors, it is, it is. and we do have a few few on the list that are actually we do. related. We do. We do. Um, but yeah, I was going to say friends actually for most episodes was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Um, whereas other shows like, for example, how I met your mother, clearly a laugh track. And I think that really comes across. Um, oh, really? I, cause I thought that the, so I knew friends was in front of a live audience, but I thought that they just put a laugh track over it anyway. Like, I mean, say if the audience after was not quite enough there in whatever take just hadn't been nailed, they're like, okay, cool, laugh track it in. Oh, the, they, they would have done that for the particular takes Yeah. where, yeah, maybe they didn't get quite the reaction they wanted or they yeah. had to edit something out. I mean, um, if you're on, like, an eighth take, the audience will not be losing it in a natural way, so... Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, because that, that, that is a show that actually generally was in front of a live audience and... Um, you can you can generally get that feeling, I think, when you listen to it as well. It doesn't sound quite as laugh tracky. Mm. Um, it sounds more like genuine reactions than some of these other shows. Yeah, where like, yeah, you hear that person in the background that sounds like they've got some kind of horrific mm. heart arrhythmia happening at that moment, <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, wow, that's a really bad laugh track. Mm. Um, but yeah, so the first one that we've got uh, Ross with his illegal exotic pet Marcel. The uh, the little monkey, capuchin monkey, maybe. Yeah, and how this just managed to get by, all of like the, how the friends were not thinking that they needed an intervention for him. Because imagine that he just comes up with a monkey, and sure he'd maybe been recently divorced in a very um, unconventional scenario of where his his wife leaves him for another woman, and then he's having a child, and it's like you know sharing that with um, another couple. You know, so you would imagine that it's like, okay, it's a much time for him. But really, if you got a monkey, I would, I would really kind of have to sit you down. And... Yeah, you know, it's like having crazy monkey sex is a phrase that is used between humans. Yeah, it's and I fear with Ross. <laughs> yeah, I fear with Ross because then there's one one bit where he's like, oh, don't you remember Marcel? And he'd leave little monkey raisins in your hat. And I'm like. So he's pooing everywhere. That's yeah, disgusting. That they surely disgusting. would have had an intervention. Yeah. But that's it's an illegal animal. And then the animal catcher comes, yeah. which is like this girl that like they treated terribly in high school. And then they end up blackmailing her. Right. Because she also shot Phoebe with a tranquilizer, which is like, all of that is terribly unethical, illegal, unethical, yeah. horrible... And that's already like season one, right? Or like yeah, like it was really, really setting early. the scene for what was going to happen over the next few years. Yep. Well, let's get what's point B, Tom, or or number number B, number B, number B. Number yes. B. Um. So this is Joey defrauding a study by hiring a man to play his fake twin. So this is just a blatant thing. So imagine this, right? Like this is some scientific study where data is clearly going to end up being like falsified or just completely erroneous and can really impact perhaps significant cl- conclusions that they want to draw from this study. And here Joey is like, I guess I need $2,000 and just hires a, a guy to be his, his fake twin. Yeah, a guy that doesn't even look like him and mm-hmm. would corrupt the study's results. But then again, this is the guy that used to give out a fake name in order to score with certain women. So, yeah. you know... Legal identities, names, they mean nothing to this mm. guy. And Joey certainly does more dubious things. What is uh, item C? 
Yeah, his name is on this list a fair amount, actually. Almost as much as Ross's. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, number C, uh, episode C, maybe? Mm. Um, when Rachel moved in to Joey's apartment, he disabled the bathroom door lock. And she was like, oh, yeah, Joey disabled the lock when I moved in. Ha ha. Like, what? That's some, like, you moved into a flat in your most likely it fear of some form of sexual assault. Yeah. Like, Which, have we done a paternity test on Emma? Legit, right? And it gets even worse when you think about what Joey in number D, um, he removed the shower curtain when he was looking for a, the non-smoker, non-ugly female roommate. That doesn't even make sense. Like, what taking down the shower curtain... So, like, you're going to go in there, and then the bathroom door is already unlocked. Yeah. And then you're going to just see your roommate splashing water everywhere, taking a shower. I know. If anything, that would just get really frustrating, because it's like, okay, so this might be a nice sight for him, awful for her, but then think about all that water they have to clean up afterwards. Well, here's the thing, though, like... If you think about it, they destroyed that apartment over the years. It really like, did. Joey, he pulled up a tile in Monica's bathroom. He um, he or Monica like ended up drilling a bunch or punching Mon- a bunch Monica of holes Monica punched a load of walls. holes trying to find out where the wires lit, left yes, on the given switch. Including in the floor yeah. as well. Um, and then oh, Joey yeah. drilled through the door and sliced open like the other door with the saw. Nearly killed his roommate. If he'd been six inches to the left or right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like nearly drilled through his head. So he's clearly not too precious about uh, damaging his rented apartment. Yeah. Oh, then also he, they had to break down the door to get into um, Monica's flat. Yeah. And then he smashed her chair. He got his head stuck in the door, which they then ripped the door's lock off. When he crashed into the cart full of There's Thanksgiving so food. Much damage that they had done to these flats over the years. Yeah, yeah, there really is. There's, there's probably something on the fire escape too, although maybe that's more emotional damage that the characters did to themselves. But yeah, so, so, so perhaps, perhaps, look, it's definitely dubious, right? Like who, yeah. who's going to remove a shower curtain when you're trying to get your female roommate in there? Like, ugh. I know, right? And then um, Ep- episode number E. So, yes, E for episode number E, um, which is actually, I believe, something like 2.71 because it's E, the exponential. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I knew you were interested. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So Joey and Monica team <laughs> up again. For, yeah, laugh track it in. Uh, we'll, we'll fix it in the edit. So Monica and Joey teaming up for another type of fraud where they... Uh, Give him a lunch meat foreskin so he can pretend to be uncircumcised. Yeah, like, I know his character's a bit dumb. And they were like, oh, a Jewish or a a Catholic or non-Jewish man at this time would not be anatomically non-Jewish or whatever. (laughs) And I was like, first off, he didn't get that. And then, yeah, like, we're going to make lunch meat, like... Yeah. Appears a foreskin? Like, how... It sounds like... It's just insane. Honestly, it's one of the plot lines that confused me the most. Like, throughout the years, just being like, what... How did they possibly think this would work? You know? Yeah. Like... 
And also the fact that in the casting call, they're like, we need you to take off your pants now mm. and show us your business. It's like... Come on, that's ridiculous. Doing that for a guy? Of course not. Yeah, it's... I mean, I guess I could see that they would ask that. Like, you know, there's there's a lot of roles you play where there's yeah. some nudity, but... Yeah. Uh, well, the next one, also we're talking about people that are... Actually, there's quite a lot of these that have to do with people aren't that aren't wearing clothes. Yeah. Um, Ross. I, this is Ross again. Yeah. Oh, is it? Wait. Yeah, so we've only had one Ross so far. So everyone out there is wondering, like, Ross surely has done worse than this. Don't, don't you worry. His time is coming. Mm-hmm. Starting with, with this one. Yep. So he lied about being a masseur when this attractive girl came by his flat. Um, and then... It turns out her father wanted a massage, so he used wooden spoons and toy trucks to massage this man. Mm. Like, once again, impersonating like an actual professional. Yeah. Um, physically mistreating this old man. And it's like, oh, well, that's just funny. I don't know. You'd be in jail, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's it's so creepy, isn't it? Like... At that point, like you just say, "All right, okay, I'm not, I'm not that type of masseuse or something." I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know. Okay, the show's not. The show's not reality. It's not. No. But we're still very weird. Weird to, for a guy to do. Still to think about it, though. Yeah. Um, and once again, another another nude reference here. What's what's this next one we've got, Tom? So number G, everyone poking ugly naked guy with a makeshift stick when he fell asleep. So, for one, imagine people in the flat, like, just above. Uh, mm-hmm. Ugly naked guy looking out and seeing this group of people with this super long stick just prodding someone's window or through someone's window. That would just be really weird to witness. And then, as well, just, like, the assault on ugly naked guy, right? With this huge stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really unfair. Like, if I were ugly and nude... The last Sleep. thing you need is to be... Uh, Poked with some kind yeah. of stick by a bunch of uh, yuppies in the city, you know? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not handling that. I'd, I'd sue them. Mm. It's also, like, so obvious that it's them. Yeah. Who else, who else would have, like, gotten into this guy's apartment on, like, the 10th floor? Literally. Yeah. Does, does, doesn't uh, check out. Sorry. Um, so that's everyone. I'm just thinking, ugly naked guy, whenever he would look across and see these people in there, he must just have thought... They look like absolute nutters. They're, they're, he's probably like, oh, look, it's attractive clothed guy and girl <laughs> once again. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, next one we've got here, Joey and Chandler with animal cruelty. Again, bring it back to the animals, but yep, yeah, yeah, very, very ethically dubious for the animal welfare having a chick and a duck just in an apartment, right? Yeah, and that chicken eventually became like a fully grown rooster. Yeah, waking them all up in the morning. But living inside, like in an apartment, like it's just it's just wrong. You can imagine, you know? I wonder if someone in the writer's room was just like, look, I don't want much, but I demand there be some questionable animal choices. Well, I just remembered another one. Bonus round, ding, ding, ding. Um... When when Phoebe was looking after some dog named Clunkers, the Irish dog. Do you remember that? I don't remember this at all. Ah, so this was um, when... Oh, well, the animal cruelty makes sense because 
Chandler hates dogs. Yeah. And he made an excuse by saying, oh, well, he's like deathly allergic. Mm. But somehow Phoebe had been hiding a dog. So at some point Phoebe was living with um, Chandler and Monica when they yeah. were in their apartment together. Oh, yeah. Was this when like her flat burned down or something? Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah. Um, oh, should we add that to the list as well? <laughs> Just neglect. <laughs> Burning for down apartment buildings. Yeah. Um, no, no. So there was, there was clunkers. Mm. They were like, oh, I'm clunkers. Uh, which I always, t- it really tickled me. Um, but yeah, that dog was hidden inside an apartment for like three days. Oh yeah. But I'm like, so is that fair treatment for the animal? Like confined in a bedroom for three days, except maybe being let out to have a poo. I don't think any of these characters should have really been allowed to have pets, to be honest. Nor children. Nor children. Oh, my God, yeah. That is actually also the thing. At the very end of the series, you would think that Ross would be more upset about his daughter going to another country rather than Rachel, right? He doesn't seem very attached to his kids, does he? I mean, Ben is basically written out of the show after, like, the whole holiday arm. I mean, Ben isn't even, like, a character after, like, season two or three. Yeah. When they get tired of making jokes about carol and susan Mm. um and and yeah ross like at least with the way the writers present every major event in like because that's the all the the episodes always cover like christmas and thanksgiving and stuff like that yeah ben is like a complete afterthought for the most part literally but you know what maybe it's better for that kid to just be raised by his two mums and more stability yeah than like ferried back and forth to his unstable monkey loving father who at one point uh well i think we get to this later starts making very question moves on very questionable choices of people you know oh yes oh yes so uh next one we've got listed here chandler and Mm. joey uh this actually may be a a double whammy part one and a part two episode here the one with all the locking up (laughs) chandler uh, locked Joey in the entertainment unit after he built it, right? So Joey built that unit, and then yeah. Chandler got him to get inside, and then he like he put a a, a two by four through the handles and just locked him in. And then Joey repays the favor by locking Chandler in the box after the whole Kathy girlfriend debacle. Yeah. So so both of them have this like not only for clearly their taste for just imprisoning a uh, chicken and duck was. Not satisfying enough, so the thought, we need to imprison a person. One another. Our best friend, perhaps. Oh, wait, didn't they also once get the the chicken inside... The foosball table at the end of the series, and they had to like, dismantle it, didn't they? Yeah, they destroyed... Yeah, they destroyed the... Um... Oh, wait, no, not at the end of the series. It was um, as Chandler was going to move into um, Monica, Monica's flat, wasn't they? Because they're like, who gets the foosball table or something? And then he... Oh, wait, no. I think it was the end of the series. Yeah, yeah, it was the end of the series. Because that's where they get a new chicken duck. Ah. So th- so they immediately got... Because I was wondering, like, yeah, it was that the same chick? But they got a new chick. Yeah. Um, And then decide to torture the animal by letting it end up inside a foosball table. Literally, it's a bit insane, these people. And then they had, the ball went in there as well. Do you yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah. They were and listening. They were hoping that it wouldn't hit the, the chick. 
Unbelievable. These guys are sick. Sick. Literally. And we're about to, I think, like, step it up a level. So Phoebe, once upon a time, was, like, a legitimate criminal. Like, having mugged Ross, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. living on, on the streets and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, that that straight up there is uh, how she maybe didn't end up in, in jail or anything. Yeah, well, well, she did say that she had previously been in police interrogation rooms. Yeah, for wanting to look and shout at the other side while dating mm-hmm. Michael Rappaport. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So, um, oh, also, he was another guy on the show that he killed he a bird. He killed a bird, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was a policeman in that tracks, I think. I think it was Blackbird, actually. Oh, dear. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm saying it's America. Yeah, makes sense. Um, um, statute of limitations, though. What is that on goods being stolen? Because you say, oh, Phoebe used to be a criminal when she was like a 14-year-old girl. I reckon at the start of the series, maybe we just passed that 10-year mark because weren't they like teenagers when it happened? Yeah, so it's she, like yeah, the yeah. mid-20s. It's like as soon as it passed 10 years, she was like, okay, I can be friends with this guy who just recently uh, had his wife leave him. Yeah, but it was nearly 20 years that she was holding on to these stolen yeah. goods as mementos, really. Yeah. So she she's actually a legitimate criminal. She's genuinely proud of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get back to our good friend Ross once again. This is where it starts getting very, very creepy. I don't want to say um, rape incest, but... It is friends. So, so you can't not say that. Exactly. Um, so one, the fact that he went to kiss Rachel when she was drunk or thought he was kissing Rachel when she was drunk. And then it turned out to be his sister. Like it goes from bad to worse. Oh, honestly, it's like, okay, we've invited these. I've, I've invited my sister and her high school friend that I've always been into. Yeah. Right. And... Do you remember there was um, when Ross was dating Elizabeth, the university oh student? Oh my god, yeah. That was another thing. Did we forget about that? How unethical that was? Yeah, I don't think we, we listed that. So he was actually, yeah, completely breaking his university protocol. Although he didn't know better, which is not an excuse when you're right. breaking rules or the law. Yep. It's your responsibility to know the law. Mm. Um, but when he was with her, um, there, there was... Uh, yeah, it was it was it was it was it was tied into this. I don't know. There's so many horribly immoral things all tied in to one another. But I, f- yeah. I feel like Elizabeth's father was like, "Oh yes," he commented that when Ross was so kind and decided to um, take Rachel to the prom, he's like, "Oh, so you jumped at the chance to take an underage girl <laughs> to prom?" Yeah, it is mm-hmm. um, it is very questionable stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Ross the creep. And it gets worse again, incesty. With with what oh, does he then then God, do, yeah. Alberto? Well, you know, it's been a while for Ross at some point. He's on a dry mm. spell. And what better way to break your dry spell than having your cousin over on your couch and then leaning in to try and kiss her. So so creepy. And then he thought that was a great idea and he didn't say anything. But, like, isn't that also, I don't know, attempted assault at the minimum? Yeah. Oh, horrible, for sure. Absolutely horrific. Like, imagine her having to, to leave yep. and stuff. That, that is pretty scarring for her. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. But family reunion is going to be a bit uncomfortable moving forward. Oh, God. But, well, obviously, it's not just limited to um, Ross, this, because then Rachel. So she hires Tag. Irresponsible hiring practices just because she hires him because he's hot. Uh, and then inappropriately dates him, her subordinate, and then files an evaluation about his teeny, tiny tushy. With a pornographic sketch. <laughs> you can't forget the pornographic sketch. Very artful, though. Very, very artful. Very tasteful. Um, in fact, I discovered it was part of an auction lot recently mm. uh, that you can actually buy that evaluation. Although, it's clearly like some kind of hospital like prescription form yeah. that they've turned into, very lazily, a prop. I know. It and was, I was very... Like, that, it was like patient number, tag. I was like, that, that, that doesn't work. Yeah. Who's like this show has enough money to pay the actors like millions and millions of dollars per season. They couldn't get someone to mock up a evaluation form. I know. Oh, this is this is the trouble. They were making the show and like the, the All pre... the money went to the cast clearly. Yeah. And and the pre pre computer yeah. kind of era. I know it's not that old, but like mm. I don't think Photoshop was in a great state in the year two thousand. Yeah. But also Rachel at work. Um, so there's that guy, Gavin, that filled in for her. Oh, yeah. Uh, when she was on her maternity leave. They end up kind of cavorting for a while. Mm. And then also, she has that customer, Joshua. Oh, yes. Who, um, I feel like that, I feel like that was a bit dubious. She was certainly hitting on him. Oh, yeah. Um, as, as her client, which is inappropriate behavior on behalf of her company. Yeah. Um, certainly, certainly messy. Maybe if I dig into that further, there'd be more to say. But mm. anyways, that's not all of Rachel's depravity and criminality, is it, Tom? No, it is not. Enlighten us further. So the time when Rachel and Chandler are stealing from their neighbors these Little Mama's Bakery cheesecakes. So you can either see that as two ways. Either the stealing literally from their neighbor or from this local business who is maybe having to refund this customer who's not re- receiving their cakes, you know? Yeah, multiple cheesecakes. I know. That they stole. Those Honestly, aren't cheap. Li- right? It's literally just some terrible, terrible behavior. Not supportive of small businesses. Also, it's a cheesecake. It can't really be kept, like, out for that long. Yeah. You know, usually you have to keep it chilled. So that's a pretty short delivery window. So they were just happening to steal these cheesecakes that someone was basically expecting to pick up in a very short time from their front door. Mm. But also, the whole gang uh, was responsible for killing their other neighbor, Mr. Heckles. Oh my god, yes. Great season, I think, one or two throwback, where uh, he was like tapping up on the ceiling because they were being super loud. Yeah. Um, and then they stomped their feet a bunch of times until he stopped and dropped dead. So stress, stress-induced murder. Oh, my God. I think... Manslaughter. So, yeah, that's, it's definitely involuntary. So what's that, second degree? I don't know. Check, check with uh, Derek Chauvin. He's familiar with uh, these, these levels of, of murder. Topical, man. Topical. Well, I almost thought we were going to touch on that earlier with the, the Blackbird shooting, but... Wow! Ah. How we we are. This is the, the 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 zeitgeist in which we are living, right? Unfortunately, so. Yeah. Uh, so what does so the next? We've actually got. I think maybe one of Monica's first appearances. 
That's right, that's right. Early days for Monica and uh, the dynamic of the friend group. Um, Monica, the wannabe axe uh, maimer. The one who recently probably watched The Shining or something, you know? Yeah. Well, that's a scary book you have to keep in the freezer. Oh, it is, yeah. But Monica uh, dropped a knife when she was trying to be oddly seductive. I don't know, when we're teenagers, we all do strange things. Yeah. Um, But she ended up dropping the knife and cutting off the bit of his toe. And then, I get accidents happen, but... She she took a piece of carrot, thinking that was his toe, to the hospital. I think that is just egregious. Like, for, So for one, if you were trying to seduce me and cut off part of my toe, I'd probably, yeah, I wouldn't be very happy about it. I'd be very frustrated. Mm-hmm. But then I would really have to start questioning like your sanity if then you thought piece of toe covered in blood and carrot, if somehow along the way you just mix those two up. I mean, perhaps, like, she just didn't recognize carrots because she only ate, like... She was thin by this point. Oh, she did. She was thin by then, yeah. So she would have definitely been eating just, like, nothing but vegetables that are just, like, non-caloric. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I think it's safe to say that she's also a terrible character, morally. Uh, We're nearly at the end of our list. We've only got a few more to go. Uh, Ross, the creep... Oh, God. The obsessive gifts that he sent to Rachel in her office, now, including this would, that yeah. barbershop quartet. It would freak me out so much. Like, imagine this happening to you, like, where you're just getting all of these insane amounts of gifts being sent by someone. Everyone else will think that this person's, like, an insane stalker. And it would just make you incredibly uncomfortable. It would. And then he, he shows up to the office whilst Rachel's working, and... um he he thought Mark was making out with her, even mm. though Mark was making out with this other girl in the office with the exact same outfit and hairstyle. Yeah. Uh, probably Rachel's stunt double. Mm. Um, and and he throws, like, a, a pillow thing at this Mark guy, and then he's <laughs> like, I've been waiting in your store for 20 minutes. So he's, I guess, breaking into an office? Yeah. And then, like, disrupting Rachel's workflow running an electric pepper grinder, throwing things at this guy that uh, just happens to work in the office yeah. that he's paranoid about. I don't know. This also, plus all the monkey sex, like, this guy's... Absolutely insane. No bueno. Yeah. Plus, then he dressed up as that holiday armadillo. Like, was he on his way to some fetish party? Like... Must have been. But, well, that wasn't the last time Ross uh, misinterpreted the situation. So, for example, there was the time with... Rachel, uh, inadvertently flashing Ross when she had the apartment to herself, Ross completely perving on her and taking it as a sign to go hook up. So for her, it is public indecency, right? Because yeah. she's got windows through the whole city. And, and as see. well, the fact that it's at night and everyone, as soon as they're young, realises that it, when it's at night and someone has a light on within the house and you can see really clearly inside there, right? Yeah, didn't she light some candles as well? Yeah, literally. She was getting very sensual with it. Mm. Then again, I don't think if I ever really noticed... Uh, actually, no, I have. It was a, an early season if they did have, like, blinds or curtains to cover up that big window of theirs. You know, I've been um, so bored lately that I've been re-watching yeah. the whole show. Although I started in, like, season two because season one's a bit... 
it's it's too full of depravity even for myself to handle, yeah. right? Um, and they did have blinds that were at various levels of openness or closed. I remember closeness. like they had to have it open and closed for when Ross was trying to come in and speak to Rachel, I think maybe. Oh like, yes. After yes, yes, that's right, that's right. Um but yeah, so uh the, the Ross Ross and Rachel Rachel, Rachel and, and Ross. Ross. Uh the saga continued when oh well Rachel so actually before this point even yeah the, the immediate precursor that caused this yeah. Rachel wasn't... She was drunk but still lucid enough to suggest marrying Ross and tricked him into marrying her when they were drunk. Honestly. Ross just wanted to eat a bunch of grapes. Rachel said, let's get married while we're here in Vegas. <laughs> and then they got married and then Ross lied to her about getting the marriage annulled. Also... Yeah. Monica lied to her own husband about getting her name changed when she was like, oh, I went to the Ministry of Names Bureau. <laughs> the Ministry of Names Bureau, Jesus To get Christ. my name changed. But, like, she never did that. Yeah. When it comes to marriage, they're all... They're I mean, all we, we, we know Ross is messed up. Like, he's, yeah. he said Rachel's name instead of Emily's during oh my God, the ceremony. The, the thing about the marriage as well. Chadler then effectively cheats on his new wife by going to make out with a new bride for the sake of getting wedding photos that they thought they'd misplaced. That's right. I forgot about that. And then also, Ross was negotiating with Emily's parents um, in order to to agree on, like, the costs. Mm. Do you remember that? And it was like, oh, well, Emily's parents wanted, like, a new new bathroom renovated or something, or, like, a um, a new garden display, something like that. Yeah. It's like, mm, this is supposed to be your, like, wedding and you're busy negotiating over, what is it, the size of the dowry? Like, were these people living in, like, the 18th century? Yeah. Absolutely Oof. I know, I know that they come across as, like, the stuffy English parents Classic. of this Emily from Shropshire. <laughs> um, but even so. Anyways, and our final one, although I think by this point we've probably reached, like, the end of the alphabet. Because we've come up with so many additional ones. Yeah, as we've gone I think we've these. made the full 26. Yeah, definitely. Um, play us out, Tom. What's our final one here? This is just blatant lying on uh, an application in a CV. So it's Phoebe lying about her language qualifications in order to get the charity gig outside of Macy's. Yeah, so the job was only ring a bell and not even really make money for herself. Mm. Yet she still lied about her qualifications committed some level of fraud, prevented someone qualified from that job from getting that spot. Yeah. Just just the latest latest uh installment really of of this saga of moral depravity of New York City's young adults in the nineties and two thousands. Just clearly a who's who of human crap. 